Social anxiety. Welcome back to Relationships First. It's Dave Dubay. I'm excited that you're here with me today because in this episode, we're talking about dealing with social anxiety. It's a big thing. If you've been paying attention to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that relationships are everything. The quality of your life is dictated by the quality of your relationships. So that means the better relationships you have, the better life you're going to have. And the most important relationship you have is the one you have with yourself. And that's where social anxiety comes in. It begins with your relationship with yourself. It's kind of crazy. So let's first talk about the critic that lives inside of our heads. See, I recall a time in 2001 when I went out with a friend of mine to meet up with her friends, one of which I'd never met before. And I remember after the interaction, I, I went over in my head like, missed opportunities and things I could have done differently. And I shared that with her. And she saw it as a normal interaction and a good interaction, not a bad interaction by any stretch of the imagination. She, she thought everything went, went well. But in sharing my thoughts of how I felt gave her insight into, you know, oh boy, like, he feels like he could have done things differently. And I did. I really did. I felt like there's things that I could have taken out of it that I used to do in my interactions two years prior, before the pandemic. Right? Studies suggest that right now, because of the pandemic, social anxiety and depression are up by 25 to 40%. That's, that's huge. That's a massive amount of the population is dealing with some form of social anxiety. I'm an extrovert. I, I like to talk to people. I like to be out and around people. It gives me energy to be around people. Now, I know people like my good friend, she is the opposite. She gets drained by people. So when she goes out and she has a lot of interaction with people, she gets drained. It's not that she doesn't like people. She loves people. It's just that her battery works different. She charges by being alone. I charge by being around people. Now, I have my extent where I'm around people too much and then I need to back away and recharge myself on my own. And then same same with her. She's the opposite of that spectrum. Sometimes like being without the social interaction, she still feels the need to go out and be around people even though she doesn't necessarily need to interact with them, but she gets energy from being around some of those people. And then she will have too much and then revert. People are different for reasons. But social anxiety is something that we all feel to a certain extent. You know, if you are single and you want to find a partner, well, if you're feeling social anxiety, do you think you're going to have a much more difficult time finding a partner? Absolutely. If you are in a relationship, but you feel social anxiety, Do you think that it's going to hinder your relationship because you can't talk about the topics you feel you need to? Well, absolutely. If you're working for a company and you've done some great things over the past year, maybe a couple years, and you haven't gotten a raise and you want to ask for the raise, do you think social anxiety is going to hinder you from doing that? Absolutely. So we need to deal with this in our society, we need to understand this and and come to a position where we're not going to allow social anxiety to control who we are and our, our future. 
Because if we allow that, then we're not going to have the things that we want in our lives. And I want to help you get past those things. I want to help you get through those things. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm creating this. And maybe it's not you. Maybe you don't feel social anxiety. But maybe you know someone who does. And if this episode helps you or you think could help someone, then you could forward this off to them. You could share this out with them so then they can get the help that they may need. So one of the biggest things this is talking about is the social critic, right? The, the critic inside of our head that's beating us up about the things that we did. Now, now I expressed mine to my friend. And a lot of individuals would just continue to berate themselves in their own head and not, have an, and not externalize this not externalize those feelings that they're having about the social interactions they've had and how they feel like they're a failure because of them. Here's what I recommend you do. One of two things. First is grab a pen and paper and write out your thoughts. How, did you, how do you feel about the social interaction? Why do you feel the way you do about the interaction? Write it out. Get it out of you. It's like a poison that's inside of you. Once you get it out of you, it enables you to look at it from a new perspective. And then you can ask yourself questions like, is this really the thought I was thinking? Do I really feel this way about myself? So if it's a self-criticism to you, ask yourself, is this how I really feel about myself? Now, if it's not, which it shouldn't be, especially if it's a giant self-criticism, there's two things here. First off, if it's not, then scribble it out. If you don't really feel that way or think that way of yourself, then scribble it out. If it is, why is that the case? Because your, your brain's going to give you your quote-unquote shortcoming of why you feel that way about yourself. And then you can ask yourself this question. What can I do differently next time? In fact, state it differently. What am I going to do next time so I don't feel this way? What, what am I going to do next time that I'm not going to feel this way? This way, you're telling yourself you're going to change. You are changing in doing this. So now you're giving yourself the authority to be different in your next interaction based on that. Now, if you have a similar interaction and you do similar things, don't berate yourself. Don't kick yourself down. You already know you're, you're changing. Just go over it again. Do it again, right? So externalize all your thoughts of your social interactions so you stop criticizing yourself. And then what am I going to do? What am I learning from my current interactions so I can have better interactions tomorrow. Like, right? So you wrote down your thoughts on your interactions that you just had, and then you're, you're doing this. So then the next interactions you have, you're not going to do those same things. And it's a win if you accomplish just one of those things. We can't remember all the things we're not going to do all the time. So if you have a list of like five things you want to change, but in the next interaction, you only change one of those things, don't, don't beat yourself up over it. Just look at your list again. And if there's something new, add something new to that list. And it's something you're going to change the next time. But you're looking at it and you're learning from it. So if you only did one of the things and there was five things that you want to change, but you only did one of them, that's fine. That's still an accomplishment. That's still a success but you've done something different. Now, if you're giving yourself criticisms and you completely believe those criticisms, then that's another conversation that we need to have. And I want you to be able to move past that abuse. If you're abusing yourself mentally, it's usually for another reason. There was another trauma that took place in your life. 
And I did create a course to help with this. It's called traumafree.me. That's the website you can go to get it. It's called traumafree.me. It's a free course that helps you get through your trauma. Traumafree.me. So now it's very powerful that you've written it out. It's outside of yourself and you've determined what's not you and what you're going to learn from your current social interactions so you can change with the next social interactions. Makes sense, doesn't it? This is how we move past this stuff. Okay, now let's talk about how amazing we already are. You are an amazing person. You know why you're amazing? Is because you're adaptable. We as humans are so adaptable. We've gone from, you know, however old you are, you had so many years, minus two, of social interaction, interacting with people all the time or at least on a fairly constant and consistent basis, and then we shut down for two years. And because of that, if you were a, an extrovert, similar to myself, we learn to kind of introvert for a while. And so now we are getting back out there, we have to learn to extrovert again. It's pretty amazing that we are very adaptable in this aspect. And so based on what I shared with you in the last part is like the self-criticism and then learning from that, well, now it's putting yourself out there more. If you want to get better at anything, you have to do it more. That's the way it works. That's the way our lives work. So we're adaptable and we became adaptable being away from people for so long. Well, now we have to adapt to being around people more. And the cool thing is you can put yourself into social interactions where you know you'll interact with new people, but you can do it in a controlled way. What do I mean? Well, you have friends who probably like to do a lot of different things. You might have a friend who likes to go bowling. Maybe you're not into bowling, but it can be fun to do once in a while. So you go with a friend and you go rent a lane. And often if it's busy, the lane next to you or on both sides of you, both sides of you is busy and there's people there. You can then choose to interact with those people. It's kind of nice. It's a controlled environment. You're there with a friend. It's controlled to an extent, right? You can't always stop people from interacting with you. But the idea is you are putting yourself in a position where if you don't want to be social, you don't have to. You can just talk to your friend. You can just interact with your friend. And if someone tries to engage with you and you don't feel it, you don't have to. But the benefit is you're in a place where you can interact. You know, if you like golfing or maybe you don't care to golf very much, but you have a set of clubs or you can rent a set of clubs, Grab a friend who you know is a good golfer or likes to golf. Maybe they're not good, so it makes you look better. Whatever it is, go golfing. If you go in a twosome, they often pair people up. So it's four people. So go with a friend and then let them pair someone up with you. Here you go. Now you're in a foursome. You're meeting two new people. You're having new interactions with people, and it's semi-controlled. If you don't want to talk to them, you don't have to talk to them. If you want to, you can. Mini golf, there's another one. There's so many other small social interactions that we can do where it's semi-controlled. If you go to a bar with a friend, it's less less so. If it's you know a night where people are out drinking and hitting on people, it might, might be a little more difficult to do there. You might still get hit on. If you don't want to, you might want to avoid that. That's why I gave you the other examples there. Lastly, I want to talk about removing the label of social anxiety. Social anxiety is it's something we're attributing to how general we feel about a, a subject, which is being social. 
anxiety is really an amalgamation of multiple emotions. So if you look at it that way and you break it down, what are the emotions you're actually feeling? So you're going to uh, a celebration, someone's birthday party. You know, you know the person whose birthday it is. You know a couple of their friends, but you might not know all their friends. So you're going to meet new people. And you're going to go out and to do new social interactions. So you're thinking about all these social interactions you're going to. How do you feel about all of that? Well, maybe there's anticipation because it's new. Maybe, and you know you have fun doing these things. So there's fun. You feel it's going to be fun. It's exciting. But then there's fear. Fear of talking to someone new or saying the wrong thing because you're not used to being out with people. Right, so do you see how it's an amalgamation of multiple emotions and it's not just one emotion, it's not just anxiety? By allowing you to separate out all the emotions you're feeling, you can face them that way. So now it's it's fear. Well, you, you can make it a little bit easier by talking about, well, what are some questions? So if I get in an interaction with someone, what are some questions that I can ask so they open themselves up and then I don't have to worry about my, maybe talking? So you can cover these things. Like you can ask them, you know, like right now it's the new year. Hey, it's the new year. Did you set any new year's resolutions? You know, last year I didn't do any traveling, but this year I plan on doing any, doing some traveling. What about you? Where, where would you like to go this year? What are some of the new, new things you want to do? Right? So you can ask questions and open them up. You can get them to talk. So it's not focused on you. But then be ready. If you ask the question, maybe they, you know, mirror back to you. Sometimes they don't, though. This is the benefit we have of going through this. So if this was useful to you, if this was helpful to you, then share this out. Let people know this podcast exists. Let us know we exist. Rate our podcast. Let me know how I am doing. That'd be great. If you want to join our private community, you can do so at relationships-first.com. That is relationships-first.com. If you are feeling social anxiety and you want me to help you through that more so than just this podcast or you want to, you're in a situation in a relationship that you're not happy with and you want to help with that or any other relationship issues you might have you can also schedule a one-on-one with me you can do that at relationships-first.com with that being said it's Dave Dubay with Relationships First I look forward to catching you on the next episode take care